The face of Latina professionals propels women of color to reach their highest potential through education, community, and self-development. Join us as we come together to provide a platform for Latina voices to connect and be heard on the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Face of Latina Professionals podcast. Today I'm joined by Delise Javalera, Vice President of Quality and Continuous Improvement at North American Interconnect. Delise, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, so let's start from where you're from originally, originally from Chihuahua, Mexico. Yes. So how did you end up in Chicago? Ooh, that's a long way. Yeah? I mean, yeah. only 11 years, right? Only 11 years. Okay. And so, April 11th was uh, 11 years. April 11, 2011. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I ended up here in the U.S. just because of work. Okay. I was born and raised in Mexico, went to college in Mexico, started working in Mexico. A few years after, I had the opportunity to to accept an offer in U.S., and then I just decided to move. Wow. What was uh, so the offer? I'm assuming you applied for it. It wasn't just that it was handed, Actu- or was it handed to you? Um, you know, it was not just handed to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, obviously you earned it, right? I mean, I, I have to work something. for that. Right, right. Yeah. So, but you didn't, uh, no, no, I'm not a question, but did you apply for it? So this is what happened, yeah. right? So I had been blessed with a group of mentors that um, helped me through my career. So I started working with, for this person in one of the companies before for like six years. Mm-hmm. When this group of people moved to a different company, they invited me to be part of that group. Mm-hmm. That's how I said, hey, would you be interested to move to US? And we have this company and is this expertise and I match with that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah let's do it. That's awesome. So yeah. So when you came here, tech, tech- Take me through kind of uh, that culture shock, you know, moving to a new country. But also, when was the first time you had heard the term Latina? Oh, that's interesting, right? So it's a, it's a, that's a lot of context on that. Yeah. So um, cultural shock. Uh, I had a completely different idea, right, on how the U.S. culture was. I, my company was, or the company I used to work for, is was a U.S base. Hmm. But it, it is different when you live and you experience. And I have to tell you, I'm very, my perspective changed completely. So something that I thought was maybe a cold culture, a different, it became like warm and received me. And uh, of course, I have to learn a lot of things. I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm still trying, sure. to, trying to go through all the, all the process. I don't think I will ever be able to be 100% because you know my roots are Mexicans. Course, I grew up there, and uh, I'm very proud of have the the two nationalities, right? 100%. So it's so yeah. But it's um it again um it was a little bit of everything: personal, professional, learning to communicate in a day-to-day business in U.S. is different than in Mexico. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what, that, the main thing that happened for me. Interesting. Now, as far as the community, you know, like I said, coming here, hearing the term Latina, but then also connecting with other Latinas who are from different countries, right? Something that's different. Now, you're from Mexico. I mean, mm-hmm. you see Mexicans every day. Here you get to yep. see the other 27, you know, Latin American countries. Yeah, and, we don't have that diversity in Mexico. Right. So in Mexico is like 100% Mexico or Mexicans or some management people from Germany, Europe, or I mean, um, US. But yeah, here is like in every step you go, is like you see a different face. And it's, that is what makes you rich, right? That's what will help you to continue developing relationships. And 
and learning because that's the main thing. I have one of my best friends here is from Panama, mm. and there are not many people from Panama, right? So right, she right. always said it was just four million in the entire country. Wow. So yeah, it's like, so coming here is like really rare to find Panamanian, for example. Right. But I do have friends from Bulgaria, from Asia, from everywhere in the world. It's just, it's just nice. It's just, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like just learning new cultures, learning, I mean, just the relationship with them. For sure. It's and great. What was the biggest thing that you had to overcome when it came to um, the culture? And, and I mean, language is always language, right? I mean, that's something that, but for you, what was the thing that you had to overcome to really feel like you've, you belonged here? So to be honest with you, <clears throat> one of the biggest things was the language mm -hmm. uh, for me in the way of communication. So that's my communication was more business. So with that, you don't have any problem because you learn the right words, you learn the right process, the right behaviors. But communication, more personal communication, that was one of the things that as a cultural change for me. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's huge. And and how? What was the biggest thing you 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 did to overcome that? What advice could you give people that are you know women, Latinos, whoever that is that's coming here? Because um, it's a different experience being Latino in the United States than it is, you know, whether it be Bulgarian or whatever. We make up the largest minority group now. Right, right. So I think the main thing is the way, the thought process. You need to be able to listen first because there were misunderstandings and as part of that. So that's one of the main things that I was not listening, right? Mm. I was just listening to the noise, but not listening what the people was trying to tell me. Sure. And and then that was a big impact for me. So now it's more like, okay, step back, listen, analyze, and then respond. It's not, you don't need to respond like right away. Right, right. So it's something that um, it, it was just, it, it was a big thing. Yeah. Now, the other main thing was like learning to build relationships, right? So that's uh, from all different levels, because here you can, I mean, you walk in the street and you see 100 people, and that 100 people, they work in different places, they go to the school, they just trying to trying to understand your surrenders and, and make, I mean, just be observing right. of that, so right. learning from that. And what about in the career, you know, what, what was the things that you had to overcome when you first, uh, you know, stepped foot in the United States and 11 years ago, now you're in this new role, right? Um, yeah, take me through like kind of the career progression that you've seen yeah. over the last decade. Well, it's uh, a tremendous change. Um, I, I think we all change day to day, but for me it was coming from Mexico, experiencing living and working in Mexico, and then coming to US, it was a completely different environment, right? Uh, you go through different processes from acceptance and reaction, right, as well. So through the through the process, and you need to you need to work hard to earn your place, yeah, and demonstrate that you're here because you're bringing some benefit to, in my case, to the organization that I was working for, right, 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 right. and that it, you're not here to to just be here. You, you're here to to work with the people, to make things happen, to continue working hard, and and that will lead you to your progression. So I came here as an engineer, as a uh, junior manager, let's say like that. Mm -hmm. And in 11 years, I had the opportunity to move around. Sacrifices has to be made, yeah. for sure. You cannot stay in the same place and expect things to get to arrive to you or just 
like you said, like a, it was offer or you, yeah, yeah. you ask for, right? You have to ask for in the way how you work. You mm -hmm. need to you need to demonstrate um, the respect, the loyalty, the trust, and deliver for for you. Um, U.S. culture is a very humble and um, culture and help you that supports you when when you deliver is like they recognize that and and that's a really great thing. It doesn't matter if you are a Latina mm -hmm. and you are from wherever you are if you're a, a woman or you are a man a male. So it's that's one of the biggest changes that I notice in the different cultures that I'm coming from. And you mentioned a few of those things that we, you know we had talked about before, and, and you're saying you, know, you have to work hard, and, and, and you know you can, things aren't just given to you. But that seems to be something that you have been really talking to others about, right? Where it's been kind of like whether it be family, friends, others who kind of look up to you, and, and, and they they want the end result, but they don't want the hard work, right? Right. I mean, it's like. I always think I have an old soul on me, right? Because yeah. I always uh, refer to the young generations, right? How can we, how can we get that talent of young generations and bring in those and motivate them to, to continue helping us? Because you know the work is evolving so much. The the way to make business is completely different. Mm. The way to build relationships is completely different. So now we don't have. It's more. The organic way that was before is not there 100% anymore. Hmm. So then how can we help these young generations to be motivated to grow? Like you said, they want the benefit, but they don't want to work hard, right? right? right. They want, well, I don't want to do this, but I want what you have here. So, well, let's, how can we motivate that? Because we need the talent. We need the talent. We have the generation where... We're getting old. We're getting to uh, when is it? We all want to retire after our successful careers and and have a uh, the life of enjoying what you were before in the past. But somebody else needs to take over, right. and that's what we need. We need to develop those talents and motivate them to want them to do that. Yeah, and take me through your job right now. Then you know exactly what it is. I mean, you're in manufacturing, right? Yeah. And, and you mentioned being in charge or overseeing 300 people. Well, it's uh, it's. So I'm a vice president of quality and continuous improvement, as you mentioned that. Our organization is um, around maybe 1,500 people. Um, yeah, yeah, more or less. It's a, a mid-sized company. And as quality, so I'm responsible for the entire system. Hmm. So I oversee from supplier, the entire supply chain, from suppliers to customers. So that's something that helps you to to learn and manage people and work with them and, and help them in all different areas. So, like I said, being in quality open the knowledge for the entire manufacturing process. So we can talk about every single area of the organization. Yeah. Uh, managing people is the hardest thing that anybody can say. And somebody's saying uh, that is not true, <laughs> it's lying because <laughs> we're humans. We have feelings, we have uh, emotions. Yeah. And it's a business, right? So we need to make sure we provide because the most important thing for us as an organization is our people. If we have people happy, wanting to come to work, and we're going to have great, great results. They are the number one that touch the customer. So that's the the front end of the customer, right? Mm -hmm. So having having that and working through that, I'm responsible to create a system where we have safe safety safe um, employees, right? When you are at home, you go back home, uh, it's with your family and you're safe and you want to come back to work next day. That's the, the number one priority in organization. 
and then is how we're going to deliver quality into our business to our product to our customers right so managing all that is it's a it's a day to day it's a fun day every day and none of my <laughs> days are the same any no, so, I'm sure I'm sure yeah <laughs> now you mentioned finding talent what what has been like that you know t- take me through that you know the challenges of looking for good talent of, mm-hmm. of what you're looking for and, and maybe there are people out there who you know want to, to learn more or at least you know yeah a- apply Exactly right. So um, we're always looking for talent. We're always looking for great talent for people that again motivated people that wanted to. To, it can be from just juniors, right? From starting that has that personality, that wanting, that, that hungry, right? To 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 grow, or people with experience. We always have open positions because we're growing, and then we want to make sure we have the right systems in place, and the right people in place. Because the vision of our leader is to continue growing the organization, and he's a great leader. He he drives always the best on us, always a continuous improvement. He's, I like that he's never um, complacent, mm. right? That he always motivates, he always challenges to continue growing. And as a lead, as a uh, senior executive, so it's like I have to do the same, yeah, right? Yeah, I have to deliver the results, but with bringing the talent. So yes. Um, we have our portal, so we have, I mean, um, positions open. We're looking, like I said, always looking for, for talent to come to us. And take me through what you guys actually do. So for, for the company, like, get, get me excited about <laughs> wanting to, to work for, uh, for you, right? Right, right. So it's a manufacturing company. Our, our main product is um, electrical components, harnesses for uh, telecommunication and medical device. Gotcha. So we, our footprint is all over the place, right? So we yep. have um, Malaysia, China, Mexico, US, and like I mentioned, we're expanding. So we have products from as well injection molding, over molding, um, all everything related with telecommunication as well. So gotcha, it's, gotcha. Um, we have really, really intrigued and interesting products that we, that we have our patents and we work with the specific companies, right, mm-hmm. to to deliver those those products. The companies come to us. One of our main capabilities is the design. Mm-hmm. So we can design anything that you need. So you, of course, in our field. Right, right, right. You bring that to us and we have a, a team full of uh, design engineers, application engineers that help with the work with the customers and develop the product we want. Very cool. Yeah. And then... Walk me through your style of, of managing, right? Because you've been through some stuff and um, have seen good managers, I'm sure, and some bad <laughs> ones, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, talk to me some of those things that you had to overcome because language was a part of it, right? Working mm-hmm. for a boss that uh, in your previous life or company that, um, you know, had some things about your asses you mentioned, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just take me how you handle some of those maybe not so pleasant, uh, you know, leadership uh, relationships yeah, that, you, that you've had to deal with. Um, well, I, I think I will say, I won't call them bad <laughs> bosses, it's, it's just different styles, sure. right? And you learn through the process. Uh, was that easy? No. To overcome that? Um, no, because you start young, you're learning. And I do ha- I did have some, some of those instances early in, me car- in my career. Mm. So... This is this is funny. Um, how I overcome all of that, it, it was just like working harder, hmm. working harder, demonstrating 
maybe another people will give up. In my case, was more like, I need to demonstrate my value, right? I need to continue working hard. I need to do it better. And that's me. That it was until the point I said, okay, I need to make a decision, right? So I couldn't make it work because sometimes compatibility is not there. Right. And and that's fine. You need to find your place. But the main thing is you need to feel actually thankful for the experiences and absorb that, learn, because then you're going to decide, okay, what type of manager I want to be? Hmm. Do I want to be this leader or do I want to be this leader? And I became a leader that I didn't have, right? So I became a leader that I... You get the best of every person, and that's the, that's the main thing. You you always need to be aware of your surroundings, like I mentioned, aware of who you have around, who's just mentoring, who's coaching you, who's teaching you things that you think are not things that are teaching, you know, things that maybe are affecting you in a different ways, but you need to absorb that too. You need to be mature. Your maturity level needs to change, and that just with that happens just with experience. Sure. Um, a lot of people say, oh, I never had any problem. I'm successful. I'm going to tell you I'm successful because I have a lot of flaws and I have a lot of mistakes and I and I learn from that and I move towards that and just being open and self-critical myself. Yeah. And and what are the other ways that, that you've developed yourself over the course of your career, right? Some of those things that whether it be education, you know, reading, networking, you know, how, how does the least go out and actually uh, personally develop herself? You know, I think I do that every day. I love travel. I love traveling. That I think that opens your mind. That yeah. opens the way how you see things. It makes you not take the things too personal. That's one biggest thing. You need to make sure you do not carry all that yourself. Um, how I prepare myself is like, I was like, I want a master's degree. And then I was working. And then suddenly I got into, I always wanted to go to Spain for a master's degree. So wow. I got my first master in uh, an MBA in Spain. With, it was uh, a hybrid program, like online, and then I have to go there and finish. Gotcha. And while I was working, I was doing that too. That was an intensive um, MBA, like 14 months. Wow. So it was it was pretty hard, but I made it. I loved it. It was great. Um, a year later, one of my friends said, hey, we got a scholarship. We do this with the in a school in Mexico and the Tecno Monterrey and mm. the University of Arizona, state of Arizona. And I was like, oh my God, I'm tired, but <laughs> I need this. And this is a master in science. Oh, wow. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I just started. It was hard, really hard. I bet. Because it was in the process when I moved from Mexico to US as well. So again, new company, well, yeah, new company, new, new new country, new culture, new master, and new uh, job, like responsibilities, right? I was growing, and, and I'm like, okay, so the great thing and the only reason how I make it happen was because I have a great team working together, to be honest with you. It's like they, my classmates helped me so much. So we, we knew, we recognized our strengths. And then we took advantage of that, right? So I was good in something, the other ones were good in another, something else. And we just combined that string and make it happen. It was two years. That was a long time. Wow. It was two years. And the other thing is, like, I always, I am very appreciative and grateful of the companies because 
every single company has been sponsor me. So wow. all my all my um, my education came through scholarships, and so that's something I apply for it. <laughs> I look for it, and uh, and I got it right. I that's recently awesome. just finished a uh, training in in Germany, Very one cool. of the one of the ten best business school in the world. So uh, and I got a hundred percent scholarship. So that was amazing. I it was before COVID, then COVID hit. So we have to wait. So last year we finally made it. I had to travel there uh, three times in six months. It was amazing. It calls executive transition program, but of course you learn a lot, right? And and um, during your career, where you understand a lot of stuff, and you still need to learn. But the main thing is the amazing people that I met there, people that are, the networking there is people that are my friends now, mm. right? So we came, we became really close. People from the from the fashion uh, industry, people from the communication industry, so from Everywhere, everywhere in the world, every company that you can imagine, they have a representative there. Wow. And it, it was just a tremendous, tremendous learning for me. Wow, that's awesome. Very, very cool. Very cool yeah. experiences you've had. Yeah. Um, nothing I, given. Always. <laughs> not, right? You earned. Nothing given. Earned. Everything, you have to work hard. Yep, you have yep. to work hard. And um, I'm safely stubborn. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so then, uh, so again, if you want something to happen, you need to make it happen. Absolutely. Nobody's going to do anything for you. So, so what are you trying to make happen in the future? In the future, what, what's the vision for the lease in, you know, 2023? Ooh, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I have a lot in mind. Okay. Um, currently, I have a lot of goals to meet in my current, in my current position. Um, I want to make sure I deliver those. I want to make sure. We grow. We we commit. We committed to something. This management team, and we're going to we're going to deliver. So that's one thing. I want to make sure I create the right teams as well. That uh, that I put the company in a in a position where if I'm not here tomorrow, everything's going to continue the same way. Yeah. Because that's what I that's what I like to do. Right. That's what a leader does. Yep. You need to be prepared to move on because you might not need it anymore. Yeah. And good so, leaders always train the next person, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I always, I have a, this this quote, I, I kind of like got stuck in my face, in my brain during this training. One of the professors says, as a leader, you need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. Uncomfortable. So very true. It's very true. And that's every day. That's so awesome. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you for, for coming in, sharing your story and just being a part of our community. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I enjoy it.